Yeah, nothing important, Matt Reyes. I'm back, you back. I don't know why I sound like I'm going on. Why do people do that shit? Why do people do that shit? I saw a documentary one time. It was a whole bunch of Native Americans or like Native South Americans, whatever the fuck they are, right? They had the bones and the nose, face painted like that UFC fighter that just scared the shit out of me. Alex Piera, Brazilian guy, go Google that nigga. Scary in the motherfucking vigil. Um, but anyway, documentary I saw was like a whole bunch of natives of South America. And they were like sitting side by side in a in a half circle shape. And they were like rocking from left to right in unison, going home. You know all that shit? The fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? I want to know what that is. I want to know what that is. You know? Like, if it is actually something that we're just not privy to, that we in our culture don't understand how those... It's like mudras. Like, niggas that watch animes into that shit, or Indians, uh, <laughs> people who invented the shit, they believe, like, if you do certain hand positions that it corresponds to some physiological response within the uh, systems of the body. So something could activate maybe your limbic system or the way your heart is moving or your, your uh, capacity to inhale air could increase with one of these hand positions. All that shit that's believed. You could think as well about like acupuncture. Throwing some motherfucking needles on the sole of your, your goddamn foot. And apparently it's going to heal some type of illness or release some toxin in your body. All these things uh, include that with the mystery to me of these Native American niggas going, oh, I want to know how people figure that shit out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> how do people figure that shit out? That's what happens when you don't have a cell phone. That is what happens when you don't have a cell phone. When you have no answers, that's where creativity begins, ladies and gentlemen. They told you otherwise. They told you to go get an education. They tell you to go onto the POV videos. They tell you to, to study, to be a student, to learn. Yeah. But if you're trying to do something or figure some shit out that nobody can figure out, you can't have no resources. You got to be in the woods. With a loincloth and a bone through your no your nasal passage. You understand what I'm saying? Red face paint. And an arrow on your back. Am I painting a goddamn picture? I just get curious how people be figuring shit out. You know? I mean, myself as well. Might be the same thing with me, you know? I'm an intuitive individual. I like to think feelingly. God damn it, I sound like a con man. Um... Everybody's a con, man. Everybody's an angel and a devil at the same goddamn time, man. Talking about the goddamn devil, I was on the internet. Look at me, guys. I'm growing. I am growing. Um, doing the same goddamn thing. I'm on the internet. I was looking at a story. And it was talking about a public school in the, in the boonies, West Bubblefuck, California, that the law states that that public school can be rented out 
by community groups in that neighborhood of wherever the fuck they are in California after school hours. And so people in community groups, like if there was like a local church, they could rent out the school. Or if there was like a local organization, they could rent out the school. Um, Very interesting local organization uh, that praises Satan. (laughs) Not the church of Satan, but another another organization. It's like Satan for children. Some wild shit. (laughs) And they started renting out this public school and had the goddamn nerve to make a flyer. Like, bring your kids to, to Satan program. But we teach them about Lucifer. Wild shit, bro. I believe in freedom. I believe in all freedoms. I think people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do. But can we let our children stay in goddamn la-la land until they're 16? We got to hit the fucking nine-year-olds over the head with the, the craziness of this goddamn world. My daughter's going to believe in Santa Claus, goddammit. <laughs> I'm going to feed my daughter all the lies I was fed. That St. Nick is not a child rapist um, illusion. That uh, Jesus is white as the goddamn snow. I'm teaching her all the motherfucking lies. That Walt Disney loved, loved the Jews. He loved everybody. I'm teaching her all the goddamn lies that I fucking learned growing up. And I'm going to let her have her existential crisis, her unplugging from the goddamn matrix and losing her mind. Like we all should. We should all grow up ignorant as fuck. That is nice. That's that's humane. (laughs) To give some years of this incredibly strange human experience, to give some years of just blind ignorance. You know, just blocking the world from my daughter. You know, don't let her see shit. Just let her grow up believing everything's holly and jolly. And then one day, God damn it, it ain't. But that's humane. You know what I mean? So I don't know why they're doing that. Why they trying to give flyers out to children to go and, you know, hold hands, sing Kumbaya. But they're really praying to Lucifer, whatever the fuck they're doing. After hours at elementary school. Strange. You know, once again, no judgment. I have no judgment for religions. When I was younger, I probably would, because I grew up Christian, I would have been triggered and been like, Satan, Satan, oh, Lucifer. Uh, <laughs> Christianity in my brain corresponds with a Spanish accent because I, I went to a church where I don't speak Spanish. I understand it partially, but all the churches I went to as a child were Spanish speaking. So imagine that one. Imagine that one. Imagine being brainwashed through a language that you don't fully understand. <laughs> Tell me why I'm fucked up. Um, but yeah, Lucifer. Keep it away from the kids, man. Let them learn about that shit when they older. Why don't you? But once again, I'm cool with freedom, man. I'm cool with freedom. I'm not too triggered about like churches of Satan now. Like I feel like people do what do what you fucking got to do. Do what you fucking got to do. If you want to put black lipstick on and wear all black and paint your nails black and pierce your dickhead or ladies, you know, put a a piece of metal through your fucking a metal stint through your your pussy lips. Whatever the fuck you want to do. You should be free to goddamn do it as an adult if you're not hurting anybody. 
You should be free to do what the fuck you want. If people are consenting, if there are no Bill Cosby cocktails being passed around the goddamn table, do what you want. Go where you want. Fuck who you want. That's it's 2022, man. It is 2022. The most intelligent people in this nation and around the world are still speculating on what the fuck is flying on the coast of the Americas. Are they aliens? Is this other government technology? You understand what's happening? There's more important shit going on than worrying about somebody putting their pee-pee in somewhere or what somebody's praying to. Who cares? You know, my only adage to that would be like, let's keep the, the children ignorant. Let's keep the children ignorant and then they can become depressed sacks of shit like the rest of us later in life. Isn't that nice? Talking about freedom now. Talking about freedom, talking about rights. Talking about crazy people. <laughs> somebody, this is not funny, but somebody in Colorado went and just like lit up a fucking gay club. Ironically called Club Q because I think Club Q on Reddit don't like the gays. Um, <laughs> I don't know if QAnon stands with the LGBTQ or I just feel like they don't. Gut, that was a gut call. I don't know. But there's a place called Club Q. I'm assuming not for QAnon, but queer. And this club... Is a gay club, and somebody apparently uh, don't like gays a lot. <laughs> this wasn't a guy that lacks conviction, because he got a rifle and he went. And I don't know how many casualties there were. Once again, this is not funny. I'm laughing because it, we live in a crazy fucking world, ladies and gentlemen. I laugh when homeless guys kick Asian women onto the train tracks in, in Brooklyn. I laugh. It's not because I like it. <laughs> It's so I don't go crazy and spiral out of control, end up homeless in Brooklyn and kick somebody on the train. So for me not to repeat that action, I got a tee-hee-hee-hee, you know, because you'll lose your goddamn mind taking all this shit too serious. I'm not in control. I, I, I went to Colorado once. It was beautiful. I went to Boulder and I went to uh, Denver. Great fucking food. Um, cool white people. You always got to like a place that got cool white people. Not everywhere has cool white people. They would try to tell you in the media that the coolest white people are the liberals on the coast. Eh. I like white people better when they don't interact with Spanish or black people. <laughs> I like those white guys better. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not lying. They don't have games that they have to play. They just grew up around white people. They, they have prejudice, maybe, just like I have prejudice. We're all ignorant to some degree. But when I interact with those guys, it's like pretty easy to just be honest and they're honest and you have a good fucking time, you know. But, you know, staying on topic in Colorado, beautiful place. Unfortunately, somebody was very passionate, passionately opposing, I guess, homosexuality, which once again is 2022. Like, <laughs> that's a very, in my mind, 80s concept. You know, you think people grow out of shit? I mean, I guess not. Racism is still real and stuff like that. People are just fucking retarded. People are just fucking retarded. Like, hating people for no reason. 
There's a lot of reasons to hate people. There are so many reasons to hate people. I could list them. It would be a whole different fucking podcast. It would just be called Why to Hate People. Doesn't even, doesn't even sound good, but it would be a fucking hit because there's so many things I could talk about of why you, you can hate people, but people you don't know who are making a choice that doesn't affect you at all. You know, I scratch my, my scalp on that one. I don't really understand that one. Um, <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> like those guys are in that room grinding on each other in the dark. Buying alcoholic beverages and sucking each other's dick in the bathroom. Like, yeah, they're having a good time. They're having a good time. Um, You don't have to go in the room with them. I don't want to be in that room, sir. (laughs) I'd be uncomfortable in that room. Just be very fucking honest. It's not my type of party. It's not my vibration. But it should never make me uncomfortable. It should never make anybody uncomfortable that people want to go into a fucking room and do whatever the fuck they want to do. With other consenting adults. Like, what is going on, son? It's retarded. And um, unfortunately, some people were out having a good fucking time. Somebody come in there. Obviously mentally disturbed. You can you can always safely assume. They say when you assume you make an ass of yourself. You can make an ass of yourself. But I think this one is, is exempt from ass. Um, not exempt from gay ass because that's what they do. Men, men put penis in the butt um but in this situation you can assume that that guy who you know did this mass shooting is a lunatic you know and why is it always a guy like <laughs> what is wrong with us what is wrong with men that we take it to those extremes you know women i think it's because women are smarter i really want to say this I'm men. I'm not. I'm not leaving team man. I'm not going to go to the pickle chopping factory and transition with hormones. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is smart in certain ways that men are not smart. Like women have a intelligent patience that allows them to intelligently get their hit back to society to the person who's making them angry. They can release their hate in a calculated way where I feel like men are more like rash. You know, we we think we're more logical. But really, if you look at history, when we want to take care of something, it's always like murder. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Put him in Guantanamo Bay, torture this motherfucker, murder him, public embarrassment, take all his fucking money. Women are not really like that. Women do shit like they'll stay with you for eight years. And on the ninth year, show you who they really are. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So you treat them like shit for the eight years, right? And then you just in the groove. You in the groove and they're still nice. And on the ninth year, they show you who they were the whole time. Um, And that's patience, ladies and gentlemen. And then you're fucked for the rest of your life. Hopefully you didn't marry them. Hopefully you got a prenub. Um, Hopefully there's no children involved uh, because women. Um, But... I think men should take that. Like, if this guy hates gay people that fucking much, like, there's other ways to (laughs) express that hatred than going and murdering a whole bunch of people. Like, that's craziness. That's craziness, you know? Oh, man, I don't know. It's it's, it's crazy. And then every time something 
uh, happens and it's broadcast in the in the public eye, in the media, in the mainstream, when when a big story comes out that involves an individual um, acting on his hate, there's always this slight reverberation. We just saw it with Kanye West and Kyrie Irving, right? There was a situation where Kanye West is a complete bag of shit, and that kind of trickles down into an action that a, a kid, Kyrie Irving, makes, and that gets blown out of proportion um, because people are just, like, emotionally reactive. And, you know what I'm saying? There's always that echo, that echo after something big fucking splashes in the water. And this is happening as well with this, this shooting uh, because I guess somebody got their courage up. There was another guy. You know, there's another guy that was simultaneously hating gay people just as much as this guy in, in Colorado. You know what I'm saying? There's a guy in Colorado and there's a guy in New York City. And both of them are in their apartment. But one of those guys is not just a thinker. He's a doer. He's not. <laughs> he doesn't hesitate. He has follow through. So he went and he bought the rifle and he went to the spot and he stalked out where he was going to go and kicked the goddamn door open and went motherfucking Rambo. The other guy was scared. He was just hating on the law. And I guess when he saw on the news that somebody finally did a deed like this, it's happened before. It happened in Orlando like nine years ago, something like that. You know, mass shooting in a gay club. Um, craziness. But this guy in New York City got inspired after he saw that in the news. Because then today, I think this happened yesterday, the Colorado shit. But then today, somebody goes with a fucking brick in Hell's Kitchen, runs up on a gay bar and just like busts their fucking window. And obviously gets caught completely on camera. It's 2022. Um, <laughs> can we talk about... I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish this thought very quickly, but then I want to talk about something. But th this guy is obviously full of hate, but he's also a coward. Like, you didn't even have an original thought. You waited till somebody went and shot up a gay club to then go throw a brick at a window. Like, come on, man. Somebody needs to find that guy and fuck him in the butt. Show him what it's really about. Um, <laughs> oh, you don't like this, huh? But um, <laughs> we should do that. We should implement new rules like crimes. The punishment for crimes should no longer be anywhere in the country um, based off of like, you know, the things that they're based off right now. Like there's some like ranges of time you get for certain crimes or in certain states they have... Uh, Capital punishment, all the other stuff. What I think they should reform this into is it has to relate to your crime, your punishment. Like, let's get fucking creative with it because that's actual karma. I think that would reform criminals. Like, if there's a guy out there that goes and he shoots up a gay club because uh, he hates gay people, they should take that man into custody and the number of casualties, just line up the biggest gay guys you can find to fuck that guy. <laughs> and that's his punishment. You know what I'm saying? You know? I think that would deter the crime. Because then anybody else who's homophobic and a lunatic, if they really don't like being, you know, they don't really don't like gayness, they're not going to want to get fucked by guys. Right? So maybe they should do that. Maybe they should butt fuck that guy and then... The guy that threw the brick at the window, you know, he didn't kill anybody, but just like put a couple fingers in his ass, you know, um, I don't think he would do it again. <laughs> I wanted to make this point, though. I left on this point 
the guy gets caught in what is like presumably black and white 4K fucking video. Like every criminal nowadays that doesn't recognize that cameras are real. <laughs> this is not part of the matrix. The camera is not a glitch. It's not an illusion. It's not an Illuminati. It's a very real piece of technology that everybody has access to. They're extremely accessible, especially in a developed country like America, especially in the most developed uh, city in America, New York City. So I scratch my head when I think about it, like a guy going and committing a crime in that city and just like fucking being so so brazen to do so. This is the only time in I don't know how many goddamn years that you can walk around the entire day with a hat, shades and a mask over your goddamn features and nobody's going to look at you like a goddamn suspect. <laughs> And it seems like no criminal wants to take that into consideration. Now, we just came out of a goddamn pandemic where masks were mandated. Nobody's going to question you. You will not look paranoid. You will not look like a goddamn criminal. And yet and still, anytime I go onto YouTube and I put New York City news, every crime that is caught on camera is somebody without a goddamn mask. I'm going to lose my mind. You understand? This is not a logical thing. This is emo- it's purely my emotion. I don't want these individuals to get away from the crimes. I'm glad that they get caught on camera. You know, I'm even uh, vying for a new form of punishment. No capital punishment. Put a cap in his ass. You know what I'm saying? A literal, not a gun. Stick some shit up his ass if you want to be anti-gay, right? What I'm saying is more of an emotional take. Like, I'm confused. <laughs> Why don't you wear a mask? You can, that's... It's right there. You can do it. Nobody's going to. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, The world is just crazy. The world is a crazy place. You know, I mean, it's always been crazy. I can't just say that. I feel like that's such a cop out uh, fucking tie down phrase, right? (laughs) It's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's crazy. I don't want to become that guy that just like normalizes all the, the sick shit that's going on in the world generalizes it and just looks at it all as some crazy fucking because it's not like that i think that insinuates that there's no potential for those things to not exist anymore and i like to think that there is a way for us to lower crime and have people uh get along more not to be a corny son of a bitch not to be rodney king after he got his ass whooped can't we just get along i'm not i'm not saying that but I really do think society could run more smoothly, more efficiently. You know, like business guys, when they talk about, you know, these big tech company guys, Elon Musk, the gangster, Elon, Elon. Um, when he goes up there, he talks about like efficiency and his mindset on making his company more efficient and refined. You know, not wasting dollars where they're not supposed to be wasted, not wasting time where it's not supposed to be wasted. Just taking that mindset and applying that to how society is run. I think if there was more collective value in that, we'd be in a different place. Right now, the collective value is in money, is in status, social status, is in technology. Great. No critique of those things. I like you a lot. You know, I'm not going to be a fucking hypocrite for once. But what I will say is that we do need to add in another value. 
you know, how society is at, at large is interacting, especially in America. I'm getting selfish, guys. I'm growing selfish. When you have a kid, you change. You fucking change. And I look at my daughter and I stop caring about the whole fucking planet. <laughs> I say, how can we make this goddamn thing work? You know what I'm saying? America. I just think society can be, you know, more efficient from like a person to person interaction in a lot of ways, in a lot of fucking ways. I got ideas. I got ideas. Um, talk about Elon Musk too, though. This guy, man, Elon is, you know what I'm saying? It, I heard this one time. I was in Los Angeles. I went to Guitar Center. For anybody who don't motherfucking know, that's my instrument of motherfucking choice. Not guitar centers, but the instrument guitars. And I, 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 since I was like, I started playing with like 15. Since I started playing, I, I love to go into shops, go look at instruments. Um, and for anybody who's in that community, the musicians, you know that you go into like a guitar center or Sam Ash. It's, it's an older store, an old establishment. And there's like a community vibe there. It's almost like a social interaction, minor social interaction between musicians where people bump shoulders, they, you know, listen to each other play around with instruments, talk to each other, have conversations. You meet people there, right? And I was at uh, the Guitar Center on Sunset. Funny, I actually saw Quentin Tarantino there. Uh, he's, he's a Hollywood director. But um, uh, he walked out uh, looking paranoid because he's very famous. And uh, <laughs> I ran into this guy, he's a bass player. And he was an incredibly talented musician. And so, like, I was just asking him questions about how he, you know, what he plays. He's a guy from Chicago, moved to L.A. I was listening to his style. He plays blues. He plays funk. He does all this shit. So we, we just chatting it up. And he's like, you know what, man? It's a great conversation. Let's take this to the motherfucking parking lot. Now, I'm a nigga from the projects. <laughs> I know what he was talking about, ladies and gentlemen. He was about to light me up. And that's what we did. We smoked some weed. And then the conversation left from... You know, just the limitations of music, creativity, style kind of expanded into philosophical conversations and ideas. And he said something that stuck with me forever. He was uh, it was it was almost like a correction. It wasn't a statement that he made. I was talking about an individual that I admired. Doesn't matter. And I was talking about the amount of talent that individual had and how those talents weren't necessarily um, close to each other. Just like a wide variance of talents. Like if you could imagine a guy that could snowboard, but that could also paint, but that was also a great orator. I'm just throwing out random shit. Um, and I said that to him. I was like, man, how, how incredible is it that this guy has so many talents? And he corrected me. He was like, you know, typically with people who are highly talented, they're good at a lot of things. They're great at a lot of fucking things. I said that all to goddamn talk about Elon Mizzy. Elon Mizzy Musk. Um, because he is a great businessman. He's a visionary. Um, obviously he's done amazing things in, in the world of technology, but I keep on saying it. He's an underrated motherfucking funny guy. He is an underrated, funny fucking individual. Go on to Twitter, go on to Twitter and see what this motherfucker is doing. It's funny. I, I hope I screenshot this. I want to describe the picture. I might make this the fucking photo for the podcast. Highly inappropriate. Uh, but <laughs> listen to this one, man. This is Elon Musk's face uh, cropped onto 
um, the body of <laughs> what's this guy's name? <laughs> He's, his face is cropped onto the body of Jake Gyllenhaal. He has a cowboy hat on and shades. So it's Jake Gyllenhaal's body uh, with a coat on there, in you know, it looks like woodsy landscape with a mountain in the back. And it's Elon Musk, and um, behind him is Heath Ledger. And Heath Ledger is has his arm around Elon's uh, neck, which is the body of Jake Gyllenhaal. If you haven't fucking put it together, ladies and gentlemen, this is a meme where Elon put his face into a still image from Brokeback Mountain. Um, <laughs> and on Elon's forehead is the Twitter sign. And on Heath Ledger's hat, it says CBS News. And then the caption says, why can't I quit you? Do, do you see how funny this is? Do you see how fucking funny this is? The context here, ladies and gentlemen, which um, I just fucking butchered all the funniness by explaining it. But I did it anyway. It's my goddamn podcast. What are you going to say? Um, the context behind this is CBS uh, got off of Twitter. Because they were protesting. It was basically like a temper tantrum. They were, they were upset that Elon took over. Everybody's calling him a fucking oligarch and a, a tech Karen and all these, these names they're throwing at him. Because um, nobody likes change. And so CBS, the, the God, CBS, Central Broadcasting, whatever the fuck S stands for. Um, <laughs> they left Twitter, I guess, in protest. And they came back a couple of days later and Elon is trolling the shit out of them. But I just think how appropriate, right? You know, Brokeback Mountain, CBS, uh, he's getting his punch back in the, in the light of a gay club being shot up. This guy is a fucking, he's a jokester. There's layers. Uh, <laughs> it's fucked up, bro. It is a fucked up... Uh, Everybody was, you know, I, I, I can't get angry at him because his jokes are crazy rough. I'm not going to lie. He's getting crazy with him. I've been on Twitter since he bought the company and he's getting a little bit, you know, loosey goosey, which I appreciate personally. I think freedom of speech is something that we should uh, all fight for. Um, and unfortunately, he's going to be favored. So he's going to have more freedom than other people because he has more money. If you didn't figure that shit out, God bless you. If you think there's some type of walk or protest that you can commit to and it not just being a waste of your goddamn time, that it's actually going to make some fucking difference in this world, uh, that people with money have more power. You know, I pray for you uh, in all churches, Ali, Buddha, the Church of Satan. We are all praying for you and your naivety. Uh, but he's getting crazy with the jokes on Twitter. And I don't care. Um, I understand the logic behind it, though, because he is getting his hit backs. But we have to really like recognize in the situation. Sometimes don't people don't realize like they are the instigator in the situation. You know what I mean? Like when he first acquires it, everybody and their mother starts shitting on the guy. He's gonna ruin this. I don't want him to be in, you know, temper tantrums, kicking, screaming, blah, 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 blah. So of course he's gonna get his motherfucking hit back. You know, people all throwing all this negativity. You take on a venture like this. I know the guy has a lot of fucking money, but you know, it's not liquid. We we just we all got a fucking lesson in finance from Mr. Kanye West. If you took nothing from that, if you took nothing from that, ladies and gentlemen, you should take the fact that if your money is all in motherfucking stocks and you know what I'm saying, those stocks are tied to a contract, you know, 
you fucked. You fucked if you say the wrong thing. Um, Elon is an illiquid uber billionaire. Uber billionaire. But he, he is illiquid. It's not cash. He's not. It's not like fucking money in a bank. It's not gold bricks under his house. It's in stock in different companies. So you take on that new venture and you have all these different entities that are like shitting on you. Telling you you're going to fail. Um, the stock is going to crash. And all this other stuff. And, you know, so he's getting his hitbacks. You know, it's a scary climate. You got to think about the balls it takes to take on that company and the economy that we're in. The domino pieces are starting to motherfucking topple. We saw what happened with FTX, big crypto platform run by this guy with, you know, legendary crazy hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which I don't even know if that's really his style anymore. Because it's coming out now that this guy was like a fucking con artist. He was a con artist. He's like the, the, the modern day Bernie Madoff. You know, but I don't even know if he made off with the cash. I think he just made it disappear. He's a David Blaine of, of the crypto world. He just made some, not David Blaine, like Chris Angel. He made, he made a lot of money disappear very quickly, very quickly. And um, huge institution, a lot of investors, a lot of famous people invested. A lot of people with money, not just the consumer, not the, the retail investors. That euphemism for retards, right? Um. And you see other, like, you know, mainstream companies as well. It's just like little, little topples, little couple dominoes here, couple dominoes there until, you know, God knows what's going to happen. God knows what's going to happen. I saw Carvana too. I was like, God damn, Carvana's going out of business? You know? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a financial guru. Uh, I think I should be. I think I should be. I'm trying to figure it out, ladies and gentlemen. I have laser focus on my vision. Uh, I'm not afraid to say it. This podcast is a dream for me, baby. I am enjoying it. I am in the dream right now. I'm living the motherfucking dream. You know what I'm saying? The fruits of my labor are yet to be tasted. But make no mistake, I am enjoying where I'm at with full understanding of where I will be. You know what I'm saying? Write that one the motherfucker down. You know what I mean? Um, but... I'm trying to like focus in on like completing the vision of where I want to take this. And it's split between two things. You know, I could keep it as like, you know, life, fake ass life advice, motivation, lifestyle. And then you, you, you cloak that with comedy so I can say offensive shit. And if anybody comes to me, I'll be like, hey, I'm joking. I'm a comedian. Um, but, uh. I could do that route or I could go full guru. You know what I mean? I could go full guru. Just stop shaving my face. Right. Don't shower no more. <laughs> That's racist. But, you know, I'm just assuming here. Um, eat banana peels and get a turban and red dot on my fucking third eye. I'm a, I think I'm going to go there. I think I'm transitioning there. When I think about it, because I'm like that guru money is different. And it's not just the money, too. Like, ladies and gentlemen, we all want a motherfucking dollar. Who can lie about that one? Who can lie about that one? You know, go to the most famous uh, workers of God, the, the prophets and pastors and people who own churches around this great nation. And you ask them about money. They're going to be like, God, don't want no broke servants. You know, we all want the motherfucking dollar. But, but for me... 
while money is extremely important, lifestyle is more important. That's where I want access to a particular lifestyle. That's where my focus is. So the decisions I make and as I build this platform and um, this voice and this this vision that I have and continue to grow it, I want to be careful and you know, where I place my energy because, you know, it really is access to a particular lifestyle. Like I realized once I commit to something, I got to commit. You know, I don't want to throw on a motherfucking turban. But, you know, I'll give you the positive side of it. Before I start cutting ass on these gurus, watch any documentary about these gurus. These niggas have a decent life, man. These, these fucking yoga gods, they go to California. They get a whole bunch of white bitches in a studio. You know what I mean? Turn up the heat, have them all sweaty, make them argue with each other, make them make up. You know what I'm saying? Double blowjob in the back when nobody's looking, come back out. It's it's, it's not a bad gig. <laughs> Mini cult. Not a bad gig. Um, But yeah, bro. Got to think about that shit. I'm like, you know, you know, man, you guys understand. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to call that a motherfucking podcast. Did you enjoy yourself? I enjoyed myself. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I think you enjoyed yourself. I think you did. I would like to thank you. Thank you. Please come again. Until next time.